Hi, this is John Dolan, formerly of the Dundee Stars, and you're listening to our view from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michelle Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Welcome along to episode 53 of the Don Michelle sponsored A View from Section C. Senior, it is... Now, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure this out in my head now. This is the second... This is the penultimate season episode tonight. This week, uh, I think it could be. We've got yeah. one more. We've got, yeah, I we've got one more yeah. preview, and then we'll yeah. review that game. But that's like that's the last games we'll preview is next week's games. So, yeah, technically, so we'll put on my show. Um, yeah, so I'm saying got, it is. We've got Nottingham, Guildford, Guildford, and then we'll then review them and preview Fife and Belfast, and then it's but end we'll of another season end. show. Which is the end? It's the end of the season show show. End of the season for fuck's sake! But Andy now, Nick, come on now before we go any further, uh, we were meant to address this last week, and I never. Um, for all of our listeners out there that knows Arlene, she does not watch Ant and Deck. She gave Senior a hard time at the rink about it, <laughs> and she does not watch Ant and Deck. See, so. my response to that would be. <laughs> Why is she not watching Ant and Dick? Because I'll tell you, sometimes on a Saturday night, they are more entertaining. I'll tell you. So, yeah, so we will have our end of the season show show. End of the season show show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How's your week been? Well, yeah, how's your week been? Because it was last Tuesday we did this as well. It's been a full week. Exactly, a full week. Seven days. Seven days. Yeah. Seven days of shit. As we call that. Was it seven days this week of shit? It was only six. Yeah, it was only six. Um, it's been no bad, Junior. As you know, we... Uh, I just keep ducking and devon, eh? You know what I mean? Ducking I've made a living out of this, ducking and devon. Got a while wait for 25 years in the cash, and I've now got a while wait for 12 years in Argenta. Ducking and devon. <laughs> if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. I'll tell you, work, work about with a bit of paper in my hand, that does me a clipboard. How are you uh, doing? I was going, oh, fuck it. Oh, you're busy. You know what I mean? And I'm away. Well, the, I'll tell you, there's a lot of boys in your place that does that. Tell you. I'll tell you. I'll no name names on it, but yeah. there's a lot of boys in your place that does that. But we're not speaking about Uncle Steve. No, Uncle Steve's fine. It was mere somebody that's uh, <laughs> name could be translated to Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down that road. I'm not going but, down uh, that road. Just in case. Nah, it's been okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been busy as usual. Um, I keep saying it every week. You ask me, your wife will tell you how busy we are. Um, well, how busy she is. We're no busy because she keeps holding us up. That's that's the hell pro. That's the dinner. process. Of dinner. That, you know I mean? Dinner. No, the week. She'll hear us. We're not, rec- we're not recording yet, are we? So I'm okay. No, we are. <laughs> um, it's also and 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 today I've I've got my I've just back from AB. I was in seeing early for some treatment before I go to oh. Ireland with the basketball. Um, so we better R and R. So 
we'll call it R&R. Um, and she was praising my socks. Oh, and I'm going to... You call what? it R&R, I just call it bullshit. Fuck off. Right, um, your age, fucking injured. It's no, it's no injury. It's just keeping it fresh, you know, fucking keeping the muscles going. But anyway, um, she was praising my socks, and I'm going to show you my socks. Bright orange Dragon Ball Z from Stacey Anderson for my Christmas. It is World Down Syndrome Day today. And at work, um, we had to wear bright coloured socks or odd socks. That's the thing that they do to celebrate uh, World Down Syndrome Day. So I was getting praised about my socks. I've got bright fluorescent United orange socks on. So I've got Star Wars in. Okay. I've got. Are they, are they, just, are they bright coloured? No, just black, just black, but on each each side it's got it's got a wee head. So it's right, well, stormtrooper or wee Yoda and, and stuff like that. that got them as well, but they're shit. No for no for that. It's, it's got to be bright socks and, and odd coloured socks. So yeah, world down syndrome today today. Um so so we can just we were obviously doing that and the working that as well. Um being a caring uh, learning disabilities uh, service I was in today. So yeah, it was good. Um but yeah, shout-outs and call-outs. Let's start the show. Um, it's, it is actually a happy um, start to the show. I don't believe there is any call-outs. Um, nope. It's, it's all shout-outs. We can't even call it Danny Stewart. No, no. So there's, there's your on? first shout There's our first shout-out to Danny Stewart. Shocking. Um, so those of you who know uh, Stoney, Stoney likes to give uh, Danny a hard time about being bald. Um, every season since the season he killed the Newcastle Vipers. <laughs> Stoney, Stoney get, brought up a, a gift bag for Danny at the weekend. Um, it was also, did you notice the gift bag was covered in stars? That yes. was also his little tribute. Um, yeah. It had a CU Jimmy hat in it. So he had some hair. And he also had a mug in it which said Bald Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> Danny refused to engage at the start of the game with the bag. So Stoney went over the plexi and hung it on the plexi for the entire game to which we then told Danny to remember his present as he walked off and give him his due. He did have a bit of a laugh and he joked and asked if it was a bomb to begin with. <laughs> uh, and then he had a quick peek inside, and I think he maybe saw the CU Jimmy hat and burst out laughing and said that. He yeah. goes, I think this bag's just going to take the piss. But you know what? Fair play to him. He, he yeah. took it on the chin. Danny Stewart has always been a grumpy fucker oh, whenever right. he's been in Dundee, and he's never really had a laugh with, with the fans. It's like, you know, when the season's done, you're always still giving him a bit of abuse and that, and it's just all good humour. But he, he took it this time. He took it, and I he think... took it on the chin, and he walked away laughing about it. Uh, I think that's the first time I've ever seen Danny laughing in Dundee. Dundee <laughs> fans. He's normally either just blanks everybody or he's just fucking giving yeah. everybody shit and telling everybody to shut the fuck up. And, but no, give, him, give Danny give Danny due on, on Sunday night. He had a, he had a bit of a laugh. And saying that though, they, they, they just sort of put us in my place. So he was probably... He was probably <laughs> happy enough. I've, I think I've read a bit of them again. I don't think he took it. No, and, but and again, sort of... they've they've got nothing to play for now. 
Like, yeah. they're finishing fifth. They can't finish higher. They can't finish lower. They've got nothing to play for the last few games. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, aye, okay. Um, let's get ourselves ready for playoffs. And yeah, who they're... Exactly. Uh, obviously, it's going to be fourth place, whoever's going to finish in fourth. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to Danny Stewart. Um, I never thought I'd say that on this show. I can. Um, yeah. You have a shout out as well. Someone followed through. No, followed yep. through. Somebody followed no. through on their bet. Yep, that was Mikey Kidd. Mikey Kidd. We had the bet about the about stars winning or someone away from home. Ah, or I can't even. I can't even mind what what the bet was. But the bet was he would step up. We baked goods. If he lost the bet, and he lost the bet, and he stepped up, we baked goods. So I think oh there, there was God. a pizza slice. There was yep. uh, a yum yum. yum. Yep. There was Maple like and a, pecan thing. Was it? Uh, there's. Uh, yep. So delightful. The one actually, uh, it was good. Went on a trip. But then, after that, it's it's like we we, we could we could probably spend the whole show now doing shout-outs because after Mikey coming with the baked goods, um, the the brownie girls became the cookie up, girls, <laughs> and now the cookie girls now turned up we we chocolate chip cookies, yeah, and then Jillian Brand turned up we. Homemade brownies and homemade white chocolate cookies, I think. White chocolate and raspberry cookies and Mars bar brownies. It was just... <laughs> and they were all just kind of like, what the fuck? And the best bit is when we got home, Shannon said, you are taking advantage of people now. <laughs> <laughs> it, we're not taking advantage. We, no. we had a little bit of a, a joke no. with the brownie girls and it's just escalated. Yeah. And it's there's just a escalated. rumor. That's right. There's a, there's a, a, a strong rumor going around yep. on the ice arena at the weekend that Margaret Muggy McFergo is turning up with a party Susie this weekend. <laughs> if we so have a party that... Susie at the ring, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Uh, in, in between the period, this is how interesting the game must have been because nobody spoke about the game in between periods <laughs> one and two and two I and know. three, right? <laughs> it started off with... So what's your go-to cake? Really, what's your go-to cake? And then, what's your favourite flavour of crisps? Aye. What do you what What do you normally hear on your toast? What's your favourite thing on your toast? And I wasn't then, involved in any of this. I never had this conversation. Oh well, you missed it then, right? Um, and it just it kept going and going. Next thing, the second period started, and then it gets to the third period, uh, in between, end of the second and uh, start of the third, and it starts again, and it's like. <laughs> What, what do you like? Do you hate like a digestive biscuit with butter and cheese on it? Oh, for fuck's sake! And then, oh, have you had have you had cheese on on a, on shorty? And then that's when the party Susie came out, and it was like somebody's turning up here. The next home game, uh, Guildford on Saturday. We're going to hear the picnic rug out. We'll just we'll lift all the sets up. We'll put the picnic picnic rug out in the middle of section C, and the party Susie's will be out. And it just the Stuart rug. Stuart Rugg will be out on on the in front of the sets, and we'll I just sit on the on the on the picnic rug, and we'll have a, we'll just have a wee picnic during the game. Oh, if if there's a party, Susie, I'm telling you, the hockey, honestly. Uh, so yeah, so, so um, <laughs> and and Kim, what I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right, I we do appreciate all the cakes that are being getting brought up, right? We but we need to stop, right? We do well, need well, to stop. Well. Nah, listen. We're it stops a, me going for a McDonald's on the way home. 
we're getting we're we're getting a bit of jip for us now, right? With the cakes, right? You keep you're like you said it earlier, we're getting a wee bit Shannon's oh, you're taking advantage. Didn't bring any more cakes, guys, right? We didn't need any more cakes, okay? However, See if you're wanting to mark sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> No, can I can I can I request that if we're making sandwiches, no tuna because it, it affects my gout. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, but uh yeah. And and the one that people looked at me was when I said that on toast, and I could hit on a sandwich as well. I'm I'm uh, toast or a sandwich, I'm no caring. Butter, strawberry jam, cheddar cheese, game changer. Right, okay. There it goes. So, um the 51 Cobb sponsored game review. <laughs> so we were at Sheffield Steelers on the Wednesday night. I'm moving on. I have to. We're fifteen we're coming up for fifty minutes in and, and you just talk pish there. Cheese and jam on a sandwich, man. Outstanding. We at Sheffield on the Wednesday, and then we had our home and home against the Coventry Blaze. So Sheffield Stars took a one-nil lead um, down at the Utilita Arena, Sheffield. Uh, Philippe Sange assisted by Ryan Verrier. That's been changed. That was originally yeah, Bariga. Because it was Bariga, I think. Yep. And Johnny McBean at 12.24. We called uh, it Junior. We called it. Yep. Put on me Sonch and Bariga. Yeah, see what happens. Uh, Sheffield Steelers equalised through that wee dick at 35.50. And then Brendan Connolly, the other wee dick, scored at 52.36 on the power play to give Sheffield a 2-1 victory. Um, not the worst of results uh, no. down there. Um, it was pleasantly surprising to see us leading after the first, tying after the second. Uh, but again, can't yeah. see it out. Uh, it, again, it's a difficult venue, um, and it's you know it's a, it's a it's a difficult team. But from the reviews that I read, and now this could just be the entitled Sheffield fans, um, the reviews that I read from Sheffield fans were, it's the worst game they've saw season. Dundee didn't really want to go forward. They they didn't have many shots on goal. I think it was just into double figures. Uh, I'm not too sure. I didn't check it. I thought it was about 11 or 13 11, shots. Aye, something, something like, like that. that. Um, yeah. And they, they said it was just a boring game and Sheffield didn't have to get out of second gear. Once they got the 2-1 like the two one up, they, they kind of coasted home because they knew that we weren't really pushing for it. Yeah. Um, well, you know, whether or not that's just the entitled, I can't speak for it because I didn't watch, I, I refused to buy a, a, a webcast for Sheffield and from reading all the comments, especially for people like Stella uh, Young and that, that had got the stream, the stream was absolutely abysmal and it was sitting buffering for nearly fucking two and a half periods. So, then I think anybody from Dundee was able to get a review of the game um, because of how bad the stream was. But, yeah, it, not, a, listen, not a bad result for me. I, I would have happily accepted a 2-1 loss in Sheffield. Um, yeah, I think... Again, it's, it's the man of seen... defeat. Yeah, when, when, I, when I seen the score coming through and we were one nothing up, I thought, okay. And then at the end of the second, I'm thinking, we're going to collapse in the third here, and we never. And the yeah. longer it went on in the third, I'm thinking, we're taking them overtime here, or we're going to sneak it. Mm-hmm. And then there's a penalty gets called, the score on the power play. But I think we said it either last week or a couple of weeks ago about Robert Dowd. Rob, if you look at his stats, right? There, no, there no massive stats for Dowdy this year. No. Yeah, he turns up with one plus one against us. 
Crazy and it day. kills you again, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it was it was a better scoreline than what I thought it was always going to be. Well, like, I we thought had we had it... them getting about five one and six one or something like that. We yeah. Had them getting so uh, senior did say six one Sheffield, and I said seven one. Yeah, so gotta... we got the one right. We got the one right. We got the one um, right. But yeah, um, and I thought Coach Mason got it right. I thought he started the right netminder doing there. Yeah, I thought putting putting uh, Anton in was the right thing to do after Britain had played the weekend. Uh, and he played very well. But by all accounts, he played really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he came out with a quite a quite a high save percentage, which was fantastic and 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 great to see. But the problem is, it's too late. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's the problem. Eh? Yeah. Um. So it brings us into obviously Anton playing on the Wednesday night. It then has a big decision to make for for Coach Mason of who starts the Coventry away game. Um, Brithen in great form. Uh. Not picked up the wins, but he's been in great form and he's he's stood out as could have been a lot worse had it not been for him. Um, yeah. Anton then goes in and you know only a two one loss against the Steelers. He starts Anton in yeah. Coventry, and the Stars get their first win. And I was going to say their first win in however many games, but there was too many L's to count yeah. in a row that I I. I I was getting my L's all mixed up and I, st- I lost count, so I just gave up with it. So, Stars got off to an unbelievable start. Um, Philippe Sonch, assisted by Bariga at 7.39, gave him a 1-0 lead at the end of the first period. Sonch scored his second, assisted by Dryden Dow and Nasland at 20.24. Some start for us at the start of the second period, yep. it's usually the other yep. way around. Uh, Philippe Sonch got his hat-trick, assisted by Hugo Reinhardt at 22-16. 22-43, Ben Soke put the Stars 4-0 up, uh, assisted by Eriksson and Dow. Coventry then started their little bit of a comeback. John Curran at 23-21, so a quick-fire goal after we go 4-0 up. Uh, the boy that pretends to be Jersey Dudek, uh, 38-38, making it 4-2. End of the second period. Tom's Ruckus, great to see him on the score sheet, assisted by Sonch and Moore at 54.06. And then Curran with a consolation goal at 55.12, giving the Stars a 5-3 victory in the land of the Chavs. Yeah. What a result. What a yeah. result. I, uh, I you was, know what? It was totally unexpected. I was just about to say, um, it's unexpected for me. Because we always struggle yeah, totally in unexpected. Always. Yeah. Totally unexpected. I, I think Ed says that we would probably lose that game and we, we could have won the home game. Uh, but it, it was more than welcome. Um, even more so on the Saturday night that Fife got beat, Glasgow got yep. beat, and we're yep. thinking, oh, here we go. We This... Mm, are we suddenly... Are we yep. suddenly going to turn the screw here. Glasgow have got to play five the next night. We've got Coventry at home. Could we pick up a four-point weekend? We were hoping that Glasgow would have beat five, which they did, but we had to win the game. Yeah. Um. And you begin to get a wee bit of 
positivity back again. Yeah. Uh, I think, again, the coach, I thought he made the right call based on how Anton played in Sheffield a couple of, or two or three nights before. I thought yeah. it was the right thing to do. He was, he'd obviously played well. He then goes into Coventry and plays really well and gets another win. Yeah, but out of the whole thing of winning in Coventry, two things stand out for me is obviously Sanchez hat-trick, right? Um, this is the positive things. There are negatives. The the positives are Sanchez hat-trick and Tom Rutgers chipping in again yep. when required. And he yep. tends to do it in big games on the road. Yeah. 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 Uh, he probably only played and got as many shifts as he did because Chris was injured. Or, well, we think Chris is injured. We don't know. Yeah. Unless... Yeah, yeah, we d- there's, there's, yeah, there's there's, nothing came out to say that Chris no. is injured. But he, he the fact he didn't play Saturday and he didn't play yeah. Sunday. Um, yeah, I'm going to assume yeah. he's injured. Uh, and then you go back to six D-men again. So you go back to six D-men. Yep. We didn't get a too many men call. And is it because the lines are settled again? And everybody knows when they see somebody going on, it's my line to go on. You know what? Uh, I've had a what? I've had a little look back about these too many men's, okay? And I had a conversation with somebody about it the other day and, and it Yeah, the line mix ups don't help. But if you watch if you watch our forwards, our forwards don't jump the bench a lot. Our forwards all come through the door rather than jumping okay. the bench. I'm not paying attention. Huh? Just have a look. It was something I picked up and, and someone else mentioned it to us and I, and I got in a conversation about it with them and I, I notice it more now that I've that I've, it's been brought to my attention that we do. we The forwards use the door. Now it's fine in, in what period are we in? First and third we shoot up the way. So the second period when we're shooting down the way it's fine coming off at the door because the D-men jump. But first and the third period yeah. when it's flipped on the bench, we, we might jump on everybody's going to uh, jump everybody, back. Yeah. Everybody's going through the door because the D-men will go through the door. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's but, where... Because I remember the one that Leidsman, when Leidsman was at the door and we called it, and I was going fucking mental at the line over calling. I'm like, he's at the fucking door. Like, he's trying to get off. But is that why? Because someone's yeah. ca- a forwards came on through the door or whatever. Or he's coming on, sorry, because the forward's coming through the door to go on the bench. Yeah. Just something to have a watch, like, at, at the game at the weekend and, and next weekend, just to see if it happens again. It was Someone brought it up and I thought, hmm, very interesting. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, yeah, carry thought, on. Yeah, <laughs> massive win. Massive, massive win for me. Um, totally unexpected, as I said. Yeah. And I, I, I was really, really positive going into... The Sunday night game. Yeah. Um, so in that game, the Saturday night game, um, you had predicted a 5-2 loss and I had predicted a 6-1 loss. Oh. Um, so yeah, we're both completely wrong. Yeah, well <laughs> wrong. Well wrong. And happy to be proved wrong. Yes. The only, the only negative that I've got, right, is even though we went 4-0 up, when we went 4-0 up, they scored within seconds again. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That that you know, you see that you see that a lot in the NHL. If a team go maybe four or five nothing up, 
unless it's fucking Pittsburgh. If teams go four or five nothing up, it's the scores the, the other team tends to score relatively quickly because either the lapse of concentration of them thinking fuck we're four or five nothing up, or it's we need to get back in the game. Bang, there's a goal. I kind of understood that one. I'm not making excuses for it, but I kind of understood us conceding that one quite quickly after it. Um, but again, it's a tale of the season, is it? The quick goals right after we score or the start yeah. of the period. Yeah. Um, and it was the same. It, of, was the, it was the same at the end. We went five two up, and then they made it five three uh, again. So, but it's not speaking, going away, is it? Speaking of quick goals, it brought us into Sunday with the for me the strange decision to continue with Anton in goal. Um, we hosted the place and it was a 60 loss Peyton Franti at 2.46 um, put Coventry one nothing up tried out equalised assisted by Nasland and Bariga at 10.16 uh, Mitch Cook put Coventry 2-1 up at 13.17 Sonsh equalised uh, assisted by Reinhardt and Bariga at 18.53 giving it a 2 all draw, end of the first period uh, going to the second period, Alex Forbes puts Coventry 3-2 up at 28-54 Carter Folk equalised assisted by Ericsson and Dow at 30-16 and then Tyler Kirkup 32-39, John Curran at 38-37 and then Mitch Cook in the third and final period at 43-55 uh, giving the Blaze 60 win and taking two points back down to the land of the Chavs. Disappointing. Very disappointing. Bash. Something like that. Bash. Bash. Was not good enough. Absolute shocking performance after what they'd done on the Saturday night. Um, yeah. And I, li- I listened to the coach's uh, interview. There's players banged up. Um, they've had there's a few there, games. There is there is illness as well. I believe in the camp. There's there illness. is people down with flu, yeah. and it's and that is going round to be fair because mum's got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I'll tell you, every team in this league will be banged up just now. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the be all and end, be all and end all on it, Junior. Every club will be banged up just now, and I'll tell you, Glasgow clan will be blang, banged up. Right, Langed. and short benched. Yeah, mm-hmm. they could still put in performances for fighting for their playoff lives, and yep. that's the and that is the most disappointing thing for me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know that they had a game in Sheffield. They had a game three nights later in Coventry. Then they've got to come back up the road and play again. Then we're back to Nottingham. Then we've got Guildford away at home. Then away. Listen, somebody makes that schedule. They've they've yeah. known what they know what the schedule was going to be. They've known for day one what the schedule was going to be. They knew it was going to be tough. Uh, yep. But again, and and that's where, for me, I think, I think Jeff got it wrong for me. On, yeah, so do on, I. on Sunday, um, yeah, I, I thought Brethren should have played. Yeah, Brethren should have been the starter. Yeah, and regardless of how amazing Anton maybe played on the Wednesday and Saturday, yeah, we we've seen we had concerns at the start of the season, um, 
about the amount of games that Anton was expected to play. And this yeah. isn't any dig at Anton. No, it's, no, no I'm the same. From, I'm exactly it's the from same. The, it's, it's from the league that he's come from. They don't play as many games. They don't play yeah. as, as quickly and tur- the turnover of games yes. um, like what we do in the Elite League, like this week and last week. You know, we've got game Wednesday, double header, game Wednesday, double header. It's yeah. that was the game that Britain should have probably started to give Anton the breather. And for me, this is to be having a dig at Anton. I I don't think he was on his game at all on Sunday. No. And and like the first goal, I, I don't know what was going on there. And then uh, there was a couple after it, and you think, yeah, I think I, he's knackered. I, I, I was I was speaking to a couple of people about it, and and I, and I think I put it on social media. And I actually, I, I was harsh right about him on on that first goal because I think it it was quoted as saying. Real. I thought he was going for chips and cheese. He was that far out of his goal. He was halfway at the cafe and he just couldn't no. get back. That woman thought he was abandoning his net again. Yeah, that's <laughs> how bad it was. Um, and I think, I th- I, we say that we thought Britain should have started. Um, yeah. What what I'd done, I'd have started Britain and then I'd have started Anton and Nottingham again. Yeah, exactly. And that. then, exactly see. That. See who was ready to go on Saturday at home to yeah. Guildford, and then flip it again on the Sunday for the away game. Yeah. That's yeah. the way I'd have done it. But I think I think it was an easy decision for the coach of he's in form oh, yeah, for definitely. two goals two game. Yeah. Played well, he, Sheffield. He's, he's won. got the win. Let's go again. Yeah. yeah. But but I've, I've, we we all say a lot of people say that um, when you look at Anton's games played over a season. He's never played as many games as us in, no. in any given season. So use your backup. You've got a good British backup there. Use them more. Yep. Then I tire your starter out because you tire your starter out, your starter then makes mistakes. And Anton, he'll admit he's sell. There's probably a couple he would want back um, on, on Sunday night's game against Coventry. He'll want at least two, three of them back. And it could be mental fatigue that's doing it. He's making wrong yep. decisions because he's tired. Yeah. So yeah. I, I've actually got Anton's... Uh, the, the most games Anton's played in a season is 29. Um, and that was 2017-2018. And the time before that for 29 games was 10 years ago. 2012-2013. This year alone, and this is only league... Uh, yeah, stats. This year alone, he's played forty-one games. There you go, and he's still got so, more to go yet. Yeah. So it's, yeah, for me, it's it a should, tough season I, here. Eh? It's a tough yeah, season for it for it anybody. Yes. Um, and and again, I'm not going into the debate about him and Shane Owen, right? But Shane Owen is probably the only the only other goalie that does this. Right? Yeah. And I think that is. Probably because Fife don't trust the backup. No, and they never have. They never no. have. Hence no. why a lot of their back. The only the effort. I, I don't like the, the last backup. backup. Yeah, <laughs> the last the last backup they went to was Blair Daly. Yeah, he was the yep. last backup that yep. they really and... that that they could rely on when their import got either injured yeah. or was off form or was tired. Every other team in the league will play their backup. Yeah. Now, and and Fife. 
I, I know we're kind of getting our Fife a bit here, but Fife and Fife could have played other backups that they had, like the Mars. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, they, yeah. And they've went down yeah. south and and doing a good job. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it's a strange one that we didn't use Brithen to no. break up the schedule a little bit. Disappointing, very disappointing. Yeah, Sunday night. There's yeah. one. There's one part of the game um, in which I, I really didn't want to talk about it because it, it, it's like I'm absolutely slating the team. But it's the second time I'm going to speak about it this season. The first time was unfortunately when the the arsehole, um that went to Nottingham when he was captain. He was putting the board's head first, yeah. and nobody done anything. Dryden was nailed along the boards. The puck, the puck had went. I don't think it was a penalty. It was just a big hard hit into the boards. That's your captain. That's also your assistant coach, who mm-hmm. bleeds these colours every single week. Yep. And nobody done anything again. Nope. Nope. It's your fucking captain, man. I didn't yeah. care who it was that went. I don't. I, I don't even care if it was somebody like a fucking Gagnon that had hit him. Somebody has to go. Somebody has to try and do something. Yeah. And I don't was... care if you get your tatties. Yeah. Go Stick up for your captain. Yeah. Definitely. We've said that before about about Dryden getting planted on his ass and and nothing happens. Um. There was there was that one, and then there was also I think it was nearer the end we Sanj who and another one who. Is beginning to bleed these colours, yeah. right? Is the guy Lashinsky got oh. involved with Sanch and nobody done a thing. Now this no. guy is is six foot whatever, right? And he's having a go at Sanch, and yeah. we just skate away from it. Yeah. Someone, someone has to change for next season, eh? And I know there's I, been I... debates. There's been debates on on social media. Because, you know, people are saying that we shouldn't hate to go and do that. We shouldn't hate to go and fight. Well, come what? Maybe we should. When your captain and your Sometimes best players get planted on their fucking arse, then somebody go and, somebody yeah. go and stick up for them at least. Listen, we, we, we saw it. I, 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 I'm not calling them out, but I kind of am. Right? We saw it in the highlight package when we signed Cole Fraser of a couple of guys on the opposing team hitting his players and him making a beeline for them and dropping the gloves. Yeah. Why is that not happening? Again, it's your fucking captain. It's your the guys that, you say, they the bleed the jersey. They do. Mm-hmm. Dryden and Sanch really are two guys that have always played for the logo on the front and no for their name on the back. Yeah. You know, Dryden... There's always been, you know, there was that. Dryden was going to eventually move on to Coventry after the first season with us. Uh, COVID hit, so he didn't move. He went away, and then he came back, and he's been with us since. Dryden could have easily made a name for himself and moved on. He probably still can make a name for himself and move on further in the league. But he's made a name for himself in Dundee, and he plays for the jersey. No for his name. He's not that type of, he's not the selfish type of player. Somebody's got to protect that. Massively, definitely. Um, how many times you know? And again, I compared something in the SNL the other week, and I'm going to compare it again. Would 
Billy Hogg wouldn't allow that to happen to any of these star players. No. No. There was somebody there was somebody spearing the back of Sam McCluskey's leg in the Tigers game a few weeks ago. Billy jumped the bench and, and he never fought yeah. him. He just grabbed him and roughed him up a little bit and got yeah. kicked out for leaving the bench. The right call, but still, yep. he went on and told him, you're not fucking doing that. Yeah, but also, you, if you're using like the likes of Billy Hogg as an example, right, Even it doesn't even need to be your star player. It's, yeah. if, if, if Billy sees somebody trying to take advantage yeah. of another player on his team, yeah. then Billy will go and sort it. Yep. And it's the same with the Tigers. Listen, we're no, we're no Tiger bashing here, right? No, no, because no. <laughs> the Tigers were the same. Because yep. Stu does it as well. Yeah, Stu Barnett used to do it. Yeah. Yep. Stu yeah. does it. If anybody takes advantage of his players, Stu goes and sorts it out. Same mind the boy, was it the boy Kearney, the fighter boy? He did the same. Yeah. Um, but another example of that was at the weekend. Dyson Stevenson. Yep. Now, whether or not Kivalati was slashing, spearing, whatever, behind the play... Dyson Stevenson dropped the gloves. Kivalati didn't want to fight. Reese Harsh jumps in. Somebody jumps in to protect. Aye, but he yeah. jumps in to protect the the better play, the star player, the, yeah. the guy that does yeah. the fight. That's what we need. We need that for somebody. I don't care who the fuck it is. No, someone has to there. jump in there. Someone's yeah. got to jump in there. I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm not here. I'm not here anymore. No, 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 there's only two weekends left. (laughs) You might find they'll be on that fucking ice at the weekend. (laughs) I I doubt it, but okay. Um, It's a mere chance your mum being on the ice and me. (laughs) So it was a loss. It was a disappointing defeat. um, Yeah, it was. Which moves us on to the league table, um, which does show um, us still in 10th place, uh, five points behind Fife with two games in hand. And seven, no, that's not right. Eight points. Ah, it is. Eight points behind Glasgow. Yeah. Couldn't have done mass there. Yeah. Um, and only three games. Three in games hand, in hand. We do have. Obviously, we'll come into the preview in a second. Um, but the 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 confirmation is, if the stars lose on Wednesday, and Glasgow beat Nottingham at home on Saturday. We are done. That is it. The season's done for us. Fife can still catch them. We can't. Yeah. Junior. So. We'll be a bit of the bush here, eh? We need to win every game at the end of the season. It's going to happen. Season's done. Season was done weeks ago. But still, mathematically, as as Coach Mason has said, mathematically, still possible. But mathematically, it will be impossible if we lose on Wednesday and Glasgow win on Saturday. And they only have the one game at the weekend. So they can put it all in um, and yeah, go for definitely. it. Yeah, and uh, it's against it's a Neil Black team against a Neil Black team. Yep, and they definitely want to beat them after all the shit that's uh, been yep. that's went on this season exactly. with them and Nottingham and Neil Black. So yeah, yeah, which brings us on to. Because that is pretty ugly, what happened there this season. Yeah. Brings us on to the good, the bad, and the ugly with senior. So, I've come up, the, the, the good was difficult this week because there was, there was a lot of good things. There was there was uh, other cakes that we got. They were good. <laughs> uh, nah, joking aside, it was, it was good to see Johnny McBean getting his first pro point. Uh, Team so McBean. Congrats to, to, to young Johnny for that. There was 
and and it's a toss up, honestly, because I don't know what was bigger was Sanchez three plus one in Coventry or the actual Coventry win. So I think overall, the 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 Saturday night game was the good. Yeah, definitely, uh, and it's probably been the good for the past few weeks now. Um, the bad is. There's, there's just too many to mention nowadays. Eh? Uh, the performance on Sunday I thought was really bad, considering what we just done the night before. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really, really, really poor. Um, but we're, we just weren't at the races, and 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 currently were. Uh, and then the ugly is still that league table, and I'll be honest with you. I, can't wait for this season to finish. I really can't. Uh, I'm really, really struggling. It's people get on about players going through the motions at this point in time, but I'll tell you, as fans, we're going through the motions as well now because yep. it is a drag at times. And the Sunday games are the bad because they're early face-offs, but when it's a Saturday night game. Right, and you're yeah. sitting waiting to leave the house, and then the adverts come on, and they're telling you that Ant and Dex ready to come on in, in about an hour. That's a big decision nowadays, eh? When it's uh, when when it when it's a Sunday and uh, it's an early face-off, and you can still get him for El Clasico and watch Barcelona beat yeah. Real Madrid. Yeah. It's not too bad, but yeah, could I, yeah, could, I, could I say that? Could I say that was the good of the weekend then? El Clasico, <laughs> uh, and and the, the ugly, the bad and the ugly also goes into hunty because he does nothing but text me nowadays about the penguins being shite. Honestly, he's the only listen, boy I've that's. I've even messaged to the day. I've not even messaged to the day. I was surprised, but Mister Hunt did. Yeah, he waited till I got him for work today. Normally, he got up in the morning. <laughs> And I got about half past four and I've got text messages out on my phone for, uh, for hunting. That's how bad and ugly it's getting nowadays. Uh, he's the only guy that's got a jersey for 31 teams in the NHL. <laughs> uh, Jason Fraser will back me up on this, by the way, right? Jason Fraser will back me up. He's the only guy that hangs his coat on 31 different picks. Has he got I like a walk wardrobe for uh, yeah. any gel tops? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Uh, oh, so. dearie me. But that, that's good, the bad and ugly for this week. Yeah. So we'll move on to the Craig Niche Decorators sponsored game previews. So obviously, Nottingham Panthers, uh, obviously, we're recording this Tuesday. So tomorrow night, uh, I'll probably, this will be put out on Wednesday because it is late and I've not had my tea yet. So Nottingham. Nottingham's been a team that we've not, I wouldn't say we've struggled against them this year. I actually think they've been a no bad matchup. We've just not had, yeah. got the win in them. Um, but they've not been a team that we've really struggled against. Um, I think they're kind of similar to us, where, like you say, they're kind of going through the motions sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, well. <laughs> well. Listen, we've said about a, few, a couple of teams this year, right? The worst Glasgow clan team. In elite league history, and this is Aye. possibly the worst Nottingham Panthers teams that I've seen in elite league history. And it's funny because I actually think on paper they were stronger than last year's Nottingham Panthers yeah. team. So um, yeah, but when they get guys, when they get guys like uh, Hammond, Adam Brady from Manchester, they're they're 
top snipers like yeah, but yeah. they struggle. They have struggled. Yeah. yeah, even the boy Wolushka coming in and and yeah, uh, and as I like to now point out, the Israeli guy uh, Levin uh, as well. Yeah, uh, they're they're kind and of he, four main players though. Yeah, um, that are but putting then up even the, even them. like the signed the signed Rio's goalie, the signed Alex yeah. Debo, uh he's beginning to play. By the way, over yeah. the past few weekends, the Bo's started to. to I think he's calmed down he's, a little bit now. I think that's it. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> begun to settle down. Although when he left the ice against us at Arby, he was just an absolute dick. Oh, was he? Oh, I uh, uh, thought he was Chris Latango off the ice with the helmet off and the hair back and giving it, wah, giving it. Shut up, you be funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, he yeah. was worse than reaching. Well, report that ice. back to Agent Rio. Yeah, um, but um, it's going to be a tough game. Eh? Do it you, is uh, a tough game, especially in Nottingham. We we we've never really performed. Not that we've not performed well in Nottingham. We've just never came out with the result in Nottingham. Yeah. Um, but those I, four guys. I thought, I thought last week we would win one game out of the weekend, uh, which I thought was going to be Coventry at home. But here it was Coventry yep. away. This week the three games. I can't see we're winning any games. And yeah. I think we might take someone off of Fife over there and we'll get beat by Belfast. I, I said we would win in half two mm-hmm. games. And yeah. and we're not winning any of these games. Yeah. So, obviously, Nottingham um, Wednesday. Then we come back up the road uh, for a home game on Saturday and then the away game on Sunday with Guildford. So, a home and home again this weekend. Two weekends in a row we've had a home and home. Um for me, Guilford, you know, Tedesco and Tate, third and fourth top scorers in the league. Uh, Ferguson, sixth top point scorer in the league. Yep. They've got th- three three in the top ten for top points this year. Um, yep. Now, I kind of see past Belfast winning the league, but ma- again, mathematically, Guilford can still do it. And they will be yeah. out to prove a point against us on Saturday and then back down the road to get the two points again at home on the Sunday. Yeah. Um all go all Gulford have to do, and this is this is easy easier than said and done, is just keep winning games. Yeah. They keep winning games, they put pressure on Belfast. It's as yeah. simple as that. Yep, and uh, after a recent uh, Adam Keith meltdown, um he might start be feel he might be feeling the pressure a little bit now. Nah, no chance. No chance. I like that. I absolutely love that. Aye. But I love a, I as, love someone a coach else, as someone else said though, if that's Mason that does that, there's oh, repercussions all away. over the place. You'll be you'd be banned for it. Yeah. Guaranteed you'll be banned for it. Garen yeah. fucking teed it. Uh, Junior Ebbett goes far to say that there would be, be another like six again. there'd be an, uh, there'd be another six coaches in the league that wouldn't be allowed to do that. There'll be four yeah. coaches allowed to do that. Yeah. Right. And it's the top four. Every other coach five, in the league would. I would include Corey Nielsen in that. I think that the Lord Nielsen would do that. 100% sure about that. But certainly, okay, certainly five coaches would be kicked out for that. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, so the, let's go then. Predictions. Okay. Right. Scores. Not, right. So away in Nottingham, I'll say Nottingham will win. 5-1. Okay. Wow. Bold. Yeah. Unfortunately. Guilford at home? Guilford at home. Guilford will win 
5-2. Okay. Guilford away. 7-1 Guilford. Oh, that's what I was sitting thinking, senior. So I'm saying 7-1 as well in the away game. Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think think it's going to be 4-2 Nottingham. And... 6-2 6-2 Guilford at home so yeah. zero point weekend uh, zero point week actually yeah come um, on I'm looking for between now and the end of the season is performances yeah. I've, I've said it I've, I've said it all the time right everybody wants their team to win but if you come out of there and you get bit for Guilford and you've gave them an absolute game of their lives yeah. and Guilford bit you or anybody bit you you go well you know what we just got bit by a lucky goal or they just that was the changing point of the game just go out and lay it on the fucking line yeah what have you got um, to lose yeah um, so with with that um, it brings us on to on this day so we had Two games on the 21st of March 2015. Thanks again to the Elite League website for not having goal scorers. It was a 5 3 home loss to the Edinburgh Capitals. Oh, for crying out loud. Yep. And in 2018, it was a 3 0 away loss to the Guildford Flames. Um, Callie Akrid, Ben Davies, and Jeff Walker with the goals there. Only games we played on the 21st of March. And we do have one birthday today. Now, Senior, I'm going to put you way back here with a name. Okay. And I think you might even be a bit like, fuck, what's that? And you might go, oh, I mind him. <laughs> Born on this day in 1989, Andreas yeah. Persson. Oh, eh? Uh, Swedish D-man. Yeah, yep. never, stayed, never played for long, never stayed long. No, um, Swedish D-man. I actually I think, thought he was. I thought he was actually half decent. He was all right. Now I'm pretty sure. I think that was the year that was that not the year we had Chris Blight and everything, and we finished bottom of the league that season as well. Uh, and then when the boy left, he's seen Fucking it coming. On. Seen it coming. Look at him. Can you tell the story? He was like that. He played half a dozen games and went. By the way, coaching boys are straight him out of here. <laughs> yeah, um, per- Andreas Persson. That's right. I remember Andreas him. Persson, yeah. Swedish D-man. Yep. So, um, yep. so that that is on this day. Um, two games and a birthday. That's it. Um, there you go. That is us for episode no, 53. No, it's not. It's no, not. it's not. See, that's you being unprofessional again. Well, I was I was going to put it in, but I couldn't mind how much. You couldn't mind what we were going to put in. No, I couldn't mind how much. <laughs> well, we've got so, we've got a few. So you them. can lead it. So you can lead right. it. So we'll, <clears throat> we've got vouchers. <laughs> we've got vouchers. Right, um, competition time. So what competition time, and we shall make it for the home game on Saturday Ooh. against against Guildford. Now our results, our, our scores done a count, Junior. Let's put that out there right away because um, we are absolutely phenomenal at guessing the score this season. Yes, as as we've shown over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yes, uh, we have got a twenty-five pound voucher. Uh, from the main man himself, Mr. Patrick Lockie of Don Michelle Road, number 27. So 
we've got a £25 voucher. So let's see it. See how good you are. Is a laugh at our prediction. So let's go. <laughs> Score predictions for the Stars versus the Flames on Saturday night at Dundee Ice Arena. Throw them in to the so view we, from Section C socials. So we will we will put up a post, or I will put up a post. Yeah. Um, once this goes live, um, once we put the, the podcast out this week, the episode out this week, we'll put a post up, um, comment on the post, your goal, your, your score. Um, it could be a Guildford win. It could be a Stars win. It's, you know, it's not just limited to if the Stars win. Um, yeah. Put the score in. Make sure you comment on the correct thread because it'll be shared a few times and I'm no scrolling through about seven or eight yeah. posts. So make sure it's on the correct thread. Um, I'll make sure a title like that, correct yeah. thread. Um, so also then, then, for for the correct score, oh. is it over? Is it 60 minutes or is it overtime or is it even penalties? So if someone says it's 3-2, it could be 3-2 after penalty shots. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Right. So Fair chance of getting a winner if, that way. <laughs> definitely. But it is, you're absolutely right. So if it's going to be after 60 minutes, put your just put your score. If you think it's going to be one in overtime by one goal, then obviously say it's going to be after overtime. And then same with the penalty shots. Big here, yeah. big fucking money we're talking here. I'm just happy for them to say it three two stars, and if it's in three two in overtime, that's fine. Okay, Doc. Up to you. You're the end of the post to it anyway. I'll just sit here and show you. post. I'll decide. It's my job. Then you could go your fucking full Wheel of Fortune Carol Smiley stuff. Ooh, indeed. And bring up the winners. Indeed. Okay. Um, so, again, thanks very much to, to Don Michelle and Paddy for for the, the voucher for that. We do have other vouchers, uh, which we will probably put out next week's show and we could maybe hear big in at the end of the season. Yeah, or we might even get it on one of our player interviews in the summer. Oh. Yeah. And on that note. And on that um, note, we really need to get Paddy on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we do. But, yep, thanks again for tuning in and watching on the YouTube page, listening on your favourite streaming networks and Spotify and Apple Podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts, because that's where we get our charts for. Um, it's got to plug the charts off, yeah. Oh, um, plug the charts, huh? Yeah. We'll put the post up once the show's out. Uh, get your scores in, and we will hopefully hear you guys and see you all at the rink on Saturday. With your party Susies. With the party Susies. See you then. <laughs> Don't you know how many-